0: It's a motor
1: car. Hello, Internet dwellers, and welcome back to Top Shelf Disney Animation Studios Library. The show that we watch all Disney movies and we talk about them every week. I am your one of your two co-hosts. By the way, TC, we also started.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, good. I I I didn't think we had started because you kind of got through it without any hiccups. That's true. Um,
1: That's true. That was just the run through. That was the that was the rehearsal. To get the mm. uh, perfect one out of the way, and now I'll actually go and I'll do it again, and I'll mess it up. Oh,
0: okay. We'll,
1: <laughs> we'll do it live. Let's do it live, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, uh, everybody. Uh, more movies. I'm TC. I'm That's TC. TC. That's TC yeah. over there, and uh, I, I, I un, I unformally. Hmm. In, English in is my 12th language, apparently. I informally <laughs> introduce you <laughs> every time before I introduce you, TC. I think that's it's my cool. thing.
0: It's cool. It's cool. It's kind of what I do. It's like a living embodiment of a cold open. Like, just, yes. jumping, just jumping right in, and then and then <laughs> someone new is like, who are these weird people? And then, oh, by the way i'm tc that's jeff this is the show
1: i feel like part of that right there tc was in response to the fact that i didn't properly introduce
0: us it's no no you you did a great job you did okay good i mean i mean
1: i always do a great job i I don't ever not do a great job right
0: so Uh, we are are back to discuss more i'm not answering uh, I'd <laughs> oh no 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 no! You're great! But, You're great! But, you are.
1: But you have to answer first before you continue.
0: <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I, that's I, occasionally I, I like to. It's it's one of these things where you can mess with people by not completing a sentence because there is something really uncomfortable
1: yeah yeah that silence right there
0: it now granted we're going over the internet so you might have been like did we lose the connection but no doing that in person is hilarious because having an unfinished statement for whatever reason is like this unanswered telephone where it's like just just say
1: something (laughs) please everybody becomes woody allen for some reason and starts
0: begging people to complete their thoughts (laughs) it'd be good it'd be quite good if you just if if you would just reach a punctuation mark at the end of the sentence just a, a period or a, a question mark maybe an exclamation point <laughs> and that turned into jerry lewis so it
1: did it did uh, very quickly turned into jerry lewis but you know what i'm okay the, the, with
0: this <laughs> you're okay with it. i knew you would be and if we're if we're speaking of cadences is there anyone more calming and relaxing in certain sort of way of speaking Mr. Bing Crosby.
1: You know, and Bing Crosby, and we're getting into the talk about the movie, but Bing Crosby's voice as the narrator for a, like, Halloween, like, scary story doesn't really fit. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Because he he puts you in this lull of calm and just Just, kind of, like, security. You
0: can see him him in his cardigan, puffing on his pipe, just legs crossed, sitting on an armchair like, why don't you sit back and I'm going to tell you a horrifying story about a man with no head who murdered a crazy-looking, crane-looking man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Smash cut to his children, bug-eyed, (laughs) jaw-dropped, scared and crying. (laughs) (laughs) Why Mr... Why why, Mr... (laughs)
0: Mr. Mr. Bing. Mr. Bing. That's right, children. Even though I'm your father, I demand you call me Mr. Bing.
1: I don't know why I'm like, they're going to call him Mr. Crosby. That doesn't make any sense. So we did. So th- OK, real quick. Let's introduce yeah, wh- the movie. What did we watch? What did we watch? Right? Mm-hmm. TC, TC, we watched. We watched the final, more or less package oh, thank film god. thank
0: god
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how happy i am that we're we're, we're done with the series of package films yeah uh, <laughs> but we watched the final one the the uh the the film from 1949 the adventures of ichabod and mr
0: toad that's right we've we have reached the end of this, this is movie number 11 but uh number 11. We are be- yep. <clears throat> now, I tried to give this a fair shake. I went into this like, okay, let's ignore the fact that I'm tired of yeah. these packaged movies. But that's not necessarily a bad way to approach this film in terms of being sick of them because the movie-going audience had to do, with it, do it this yeah. way. Now, granted, they had a year or so apart of between these films and they weren't a week. weeks apart. <laughs>
1: But just look how fast we got through it. I mean, if they had to go eight years or whatever between the package films, excuse yeah. me, like six, seven years, we only had to go like a month.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I, I will say I am I am glad that we have reached the end of this this era of the Disney movies. That These these are not Disney classics. We've established that nope. just on the fact that so many of them are, A, hard to find, or, B, people haven't even heard of them. Right. I, I do think that this one, though— Probably of all the package films has the most notoriety to it. Because right. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is at is at Disney is at Disneyland. Uh, and every girl wants Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> And uh, the Sleepy Hollow (laughs) restaurant, that that is from (laughs) Mallrats, a mediocre film at best. Oh, you're going to get some crap for that later, TC. I'm trying to get people to comment. There we go. And Sleepy Hollow is, there. well, there's the Sleepy Hollow restaurant at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. But Sleepy Hollow, being this Halloween classic, has popped up time and again over the course of just since it's been created. You, uh, this movie has not been re-released in any theatrical capacity, and if they do air it, they air it separate from each other. If I remember, if I. If I'm correct.
1: You are correct, sir. You are correct, because it was in 1955 that they separated these two films out. They they took this movie and they split it in half, and they released it as The Wind and the Willows, which was Mr. Toad's segment, and then Mm -hmm. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And they've never been, like, together, really, unless it's, you know— Unless you are specifically watching the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, otherwise, this it, actual it,
0: film, yeah, yeah.
1: right? Otherwise, yeah, ninety percent of the time there's two separate, which is, which is like I said for me, I have seen the Legend of Sleepy Hollow dozens of times. It's part mm-hmm. of my Halloween viewing, but only ever as its own, like it's standalone thing. I was never aware for the longest time that. That story was part of another, like was part of a film, like a longer film. It'd be like only watching Mickey and the Beanstalk and only thinking, "No, that was just like a thirty-minute short, and that's right. all that it's not, ever been." Right?
0: Not knowing that Bongo was in there too. Exactly.
1: You know, and like, I have seen, I have seen uh, the Wind in the Willows part. I've seen Mr. Toad's part of this um, mm-hmm. for a school school day back in like I don't know like elementary school or something like that we went to another school and watched it I don't know why it was a weird thing that's odd (laughs) yeah isn't it it's like we're gonna go watch this this short no one ever cares about or no one ever sees (laughs) that's the one we're gonna watch not like Beauty and the Beast or
0: Aladdin or anything like that which had been out already yeah. It was, it well, was kind of young. But anyways. So you had not seen... No, no you just literally just I've, said uh, you <laughs> have seen it before.
1: <laughs> I have seen it before. So now we're back in this... We're back in that era where, like, because, like, on, like, the last couple ones, I hadn't really seen those shorts or knew anything about them. This mm-hmm. one, I have seen both of these in uh, separate capacities, but never as one single long film. Okay. Um, so that was what well, I, tr- I was trying to figure out, like, how they were going to present this. Was there a connection between the two of them? Was it just... <laughs> Just two separate stories, you know, like the yeah, rest of the, the package films.
0: It's very, the loosest of connections here. It's like, we're in a library. Hey, British guy, why don't you read this book? And Bing, Bing, why don't you take it over there and read about the other one over here?
1: <laughs> it's such a drastic change when they switch, too. Like, it's so crazy. Well, oh. what did
0: you think of Mr. Toad here? Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is the name of the Disney ride, but that's so just wind in the willows mr toad this section of the film what did you think of this of this piece
1: so it was it was very interesting because you can tell that this one that that it was based on a longer story mm-hmm. um you can tell that it is that it was meant to be a much like a a, a feature length film which it yeah. was it was supposed to be a feature length but war and they cut <laughs> stuff out and just made it shorter. Um, you can tell because there is so much ground that gets covered in its yeah, portion. Yeah. It's because it, it's because it's it's it, you know, it's it's it starts off with them meeting Mr. Toad. You, know, you have basically like the Sherlock home. You have the Sherlock and Watson. That's what I'm. Comp- what I'm calling them uh, rats and, <laughs> Rat mole. and
0: mole, right?
1: Mole, Um like you have those two characters and then they get introduced to Mr. Toad and then Mr. Toad, inter- you know, introduces the concept of being the crazy car and then we introduce the concept of the weasels and then we introduce they're like, oh, and then because you know what, guys? I don't know if you know this, TC. Yeah, but
0: well, well, well.
1: nothing says Disney classic Children's stories like a flipping courtroom drama. <laughs> fifteen
0: minutes into it, I'm like, "This
1: is where? Where's this? It's a courtroom drama! All of a sudden."
0: Yeah, this this feels like uh, we were discussing before we started recording. There's video, uh, like the Nostalgia Critic or Cinema Sins, where they basically recap an entire film in fifteen minutes, right? And Mister Toad's Wild, keep calling it that. <laughs> the the Wind in the Willows section here. Feels like a narrated synopsis of a much like a two hour film or an hour and a half film. And because,
1: yeah, because you go from that courtroom stuff and then it's immediately like, oh, they have to get the deed back from the tavern owner. And now it's this like madcap adventure sneaking into the house (laughs) and fighting the weasels like it's such a it's so quickly just changed into this new direction. And it doesn't seem to be. There's not like a real build in that direction. It's just kind of oh, we now have to do this, and now we're we're doing this for the next ten minutes. Like it, it feels I, like a sudden turn,
0: right? And because it's so shortened, there there is you've said it. There's very clearly a full feature film here that we didn't get to see, mm-hmm. and i I wish we had because there Toad is a jerk and. I'm not rooting for him. He's supposed to be this lovable rogue of a character, but, and you can like, I, I don't know what your opinion is, um him as a character, Jeff, but mm-hmm. myself, I was, I wasn't rooting for him. He was just this, <sighs> just this windbag he just right i, well, I feel bad it, for his friends <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's so overly confident that he's that he's going to get off like like there's when like when he's in the courtroom and he's um, um so smug <laughs> he's so smug like he's basically walking out the door of the courtroom cuz he's assuming he's going to get off and then they reveal like no he or the tavern owner's like he sold he's tried selling me a stolen car and that's when all the crap goes you know Swing now to crap, be fair,
0: he only told the truth. Toad was even though Toad was kind of this wild, carefree jerk, he he did he was speaking the truth. And and therein lies the problem where I wish this was feature length. Because that would be, allow for more, uh, that would allow for enough character development to care about the characters. Right. Um, as it stands, Mole is my favorite character because with all his non, with all his non, non nonverbal communication, he's so cute and he has so much, there's so much about him physically that, that, that physical, um, Inform- he's a cute, cute he's, he's a cute, cute guy. character. TC, <laughs> I think
1: you're reading my notes because my note exactly says Mole is easily one of my favorite
0: characters as of this time.
1: <laughs> he so, so he kind, really was caring, yeah. doesn't seem to have a bit of mean in his body.
0: Yeah, he was a, a really cute cute little character and but had we more time to to spend with Toad and Rats and Badger we, I might have cared more, but right. as it stands, he has no redemption in the end. There's, he goes on his journey and he just goes right back to where he was. And there's certainly stories that return to status quo in the end, but a character changes. In the best stories, a character goes through a journey, returns home, and is changed. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like Toad learned a darn thing,
1: no, because I mean, he went through all of that, and then he ends up um, getting the deed back to his to to his land or his his manor or whatever. And it's yeah. like, oh yeah, now he's he's you know well off, and yeah, he probably went out and stole another car, you know,
0: <laughs> like, like <laughs> he like the, he got a plane instead.
1: Yes, there you go. <laughs> so it's like now here's the thing:
0: he didn't steal the car, but he did steal a train. <laughs>
1: true do you think they ever um tried him for the stealing of a train i feel Mm. like (laughs) it was
0: all it was all in pursuit of justice i stole (laughs) that train to prove i didn't steal that car
1: (laughs) it's like that makes sense i guess question mark Um, i do want to say one thing and this was this was kind of my the my first thought there's there's a couple things here but my first thought was that the the style and the look uh, at least Mr. Toad and definitely when it goes into the Sleepy Hollow segment as well um, mm-hmm. the look of this the animation style and the tone of this is I feel like is very much so one step away from where we're going to be at with like Cinderella and Peter Pan like you can see Disney at this point has been like okay here's how we're animating stuff now. Yeah,
0: the the backgrounds stood out to me first. That they mm-hmm. felt they felt much they felt like what I remember Cinderella looking like, and and some of the movies we're about to see the, the way they, did the matte paintings for the backgrounds of the environments of the of the manner of the locations that they they played in. It felt like well, even the characters themselves. The style of that animation was reminiscent of we won't see it for a while, but Great Mouse Detective or Ducktales. Yes. Yep. that the yep. the anthropomorphic animals feel like classic Disney characters.
1: Right. And it was kind of funny like I when I was like well, I was about 10 minutes into this one and I was just sitting there going, "Yeah, this is this is what I remember Disney being. Like, I mm-hmm. guess like old school Disney. This is what I remember it looking like." And, yeah. you know, much like what you said, maybe, maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's not exactly like this, but you can see it. You can. It's a definite shift. It's a definite change in the style and the way that they approach it uh, compared to just the last handful of ones that we've watched. Uh, yeah, I don't which, know if that's just because hey, we're out of the war now and we have more time or oh, oh that's certainly
0: what? it. The, the resources had returned. So though the four previous films we've seen with Fun, Fancy, Free Melody Time, Make My Music and. Well, I guess those three. This is the fourth one. They true. they had good quality to them for shorts. This one has a a little more feature film looking quality to it, right? Uh, but there there's still some shortcomings. Now we're I feel like we're criticizing the hell out of this thing, but there are that's
1: what we're here for. TC <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the sound design. So I don't know. Maybe it was just the the ver- the version I was watching, but there was like missing sound design moments where only the key sound effects were in the, the Toad section in particular, I noticed where you hear the book bang on the table when Badger throws something down, but then you don't hear anything hit the ground around it or the fluttering of papers. There was a, it was, it, I know it was it's just, a weird it, thing to pinpoint, but it, <laughs> it jumped out at me that the sound design felt incomplete
1: so they almost did kind of like a like a minimalistic sound design or they did just the uh like the bare necessity uh, mm-hmm. sound design no future pun intended <laughs> um <laughs> I see into the future no
0: but um mm-hmm.
1: it's a I really hope people understand that was a Jungle Book reference. I, 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 I hope I. I, I, w-
0: I would hope <laughs> anyone assuming... listening to this cast is aware of the bear, of the bear necessities as a Disney just, thing.
1: <laughs> you know, there's a part of me that's like, well, maybe someone's not going to get that. Okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, I, I I I could see that maybe they maybe they were maybe they were still. Oh man, I'm sorry. I just banged into my microphone. Maybe ah. they were still limited on uh, on the sound um, aspect uh, of their production crew. Maybe they, like they got a lot of their animators back. Just didn't have enough time to do a proper
0: sound mix. The sound department, uh, yeah. yeah. There, it's
1: there was it's hard to say, I guess.
0: Yeah, it was just something that struck me as odd that the it felt incomplete at times. Uh, but there there's a there's a couple other things of note here. I I enjoy the Weasels because Yes. Roger Rabbit I, this this has to be the inspiration for the weasels from Roger Rabbit right
1: uh, it has to be like half of them like a couple of the characters look like the the weasels from Roger Rabbit like yeah. you can see where they heavily lifted like their clothing choices and like you know just the way that they acted and moved it's you can tell like this ha- these these have to be what the weasels are based off of. I don't know what yeah. other Disney film it would be based on.
0: <laughs> That's one of the credits to Who Framed Roger Rabbit is the amount of detail that they they went into the, that film, that design of the film. Hey, Jeff, I sent you a video recently, like mm-hmm. earlier last week. Did you happen to watch it, the Roger Rabbit one?
1: Yes, I did, actually. Yes,
0: yes. It's, uh, Captain Christopher, I believe, is the YouTube essayist, and he does really, really wonderfully visually stunning essays about... The history of Superman or the the X Men, and he did one about Who Framed Roger Rabbit that shows the amount of detail that went into that film. I know this is not a Roger Rabbit review section, but <laughs> the the weasels clearly are the inspiration for the the what's the name of that group the judge the judges uh, Doom Patrol Doom to, Squad the Doom oh, Squad the Toon Doom Squad, Squad the,
1: yeah wait yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a squad of sorts that has two O's for the first word we don't know if it's Doom or Toon
1: I think it's it might be okay I don't want to look it up because that'll just take way too long for <laughs> me to try to figure it out um, anyway but yeah it, it's it's so it's it's crazy that like that's it's such a it's, you feel like it's a deep cut, like mm-hmm. for Roger Rabbit real quick, that they would pull from the weasels from yeah. <laughs> this movie of all films. Uh, but uh, either way, it's still kind of cool. It was, it was cool to see them. I actually really enjoyed the weasel characters in this mm-hmm. film. They, they were, were gonna good villains. Yeah, <laughs> they were good villains that you didn't have to spend a ton of time setting up because if you if you if you think about it, so I've, I've I pretty much have already said what the plot of this of the, the this first half is mm-hmm. Um But the the weasels are all like the henchmen of the tavern owner, which I uh, don't know. I don't remember his name at all. Um, And they have to go get the deed because he's, of course, being very cliche bad guy. And he's sleeping with the deed, just (laughs) kind of sticking (laughs) out of his pocket. Yeah. It's so like cliche. Classic. Um, (laughs) It's like, wouldn't you just, wouldn't you put that in like a safe or something? You put it in
0: the safe with the almanac. And if a wild haired scientist or a young punk kid ever shows up. You take care of them.
1: You take care of them. Just really simple.
0: <laughs>
1: but, uh, wait, 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 wait. We're, we're confusing multiple Robert Zemeckis films and together. We, we, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that.
0: Anyways, Anyways.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were
0: saying uh, they, yes. the weasels, the tavern owner.
1: But they were the, the weasels were just a lot of fun to watch, even though they didn't have a lot of time to introduce it because it was such a drastic shift. It was like I said, it was the whole like, hey, he wants to drive the car. Hey, now it's courtroom drama. Hey, now we have to get the tavern, uh, the, the deed back from the tavern owner. And it just it, it shifts so quickly. And it's not until then that the well, I guess the weasels were briefly introduced
0: mm, during the courtroom
1: he, segment. Yeah. And, well, but when still. they when they flashback
0: <laughs> and when they flashback and talk about the circumstances of, of buying the car.
1: Right. So but it's still like there there's no real introduction to them, and then all of a sudden here's a thousand weasels, and it's a
0: really a really good
1: <laughs> I, I I really liked the end of uh, of Win in the Willows like that was yeah that, that, sequence, that was the fun part
0: the action sequence it was it was reminiscent early of I had said Bongo had a really great end sequence as well in terms of the action and the excitement of a third acts battle and the weasel section great. Fun gag after gag animation <laughs> style.
1: Um, I would like to point out that during the sequence, it's revealed that Mole is actually a vampire because <laughs> he, crashes, he crashes he head first into a giant mirror on the wall.
0: He and had no reflection. reflection, wasn't it? Was it a mirror or was it a, a framed picture?
1: I Well, because it broke and you saw like wood behind it. So oh, I yeah. took that as a mirror. <laughs> Oh my god. Mole is a vampire, TC. Mole. Mole's
0: a vampire. <laughs> that was the one thing I
1: took away. That's that's what I took away from the short was Mole was a vampire. I got nothing else besides that for the
0: short. <laughs> that's that's why he's the best uh, Well, okay. I have two other notes. Well, three other notes. First of all, this is a Christmas movie.
1: (laughs) It is. It is. And that moment when it when it becomes Christmas time and there's snow on the ground and then they're seeing him in the in the in the tower locked away. I immediately started thinking of a Christmas carol. Like I was like, it's an animated Christmas carol. That's
0: what this is. (laughs) Which is one of the only other appearances of Disney's Toad. Mr. Toad is in Mickey's Christmas Carol.
1: That's right
0: yeah oh man i forgot uh, about that <laughs> <laughs> so two two other things i've noted about this we have another horse sidekick that is true that is true we have and this Cyril. one talks Cyril. Yes. he talks
1: and he sings and he has a personality mm-hmm. i mean he's got well he, yeah he has a personality and that threw me for a loop tc i don't know if you don't yep. know this i am not used mm-hmm. to horse sidekicks being able to talk
0: what? oh yeah i guess uh that would be a thing you'd have to deal with i i hope you made through it okay
1: I mean, it was tough. It was weird. I I, I I had to I had to sit down and I had to talk about it with somebody for a little while because I didn't mm-hmm. know how to handle this. DC. <laughs> it's so drastically different.
0: Well, I'm I'm glad you overcame Cyril the talking horse sidekick.
1: <laughs> I did because you know why. You know what made me overcome it a lot easier? Mm-hmm. Ichabod's uh, horse sidekick. Didn't talk. Felt uh, a lot better. That's right. Put right back into the world again. I felt okay. <laughs> I felt all was right with the world.
0: Gun, Gunpowder <laughs> the horse is is his name,
1: <laughs> and that is a more traditional <laughs> Disney horse sidekick because right. he doesn't talk, but he still has a personality. Yep. He's and still,
0: uh, yeah. Bron has Bron has a horse sidekick too named Daredevil. So there's three horse sidekicks in this movie.
1: Yep. I mean, you could actually argue, if we're going to go there, you could also argue that the Headless Horseman has a horse sidekick.
0: Well, that uh, begs the question if the Headless Horseman is brawn or not.
1: Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. But
0: there's one one other thing (laughs) I want to give Disney some credit for here. Mm -hmm. This is a joke that that they didn't do, that no—well, not Disney, but maybe Disney, depends on— DreamWorks would not have passed up this opportunity, and when Rats and Mole try to stop Mr. Toad, they grab him, he jumps out of his pants, he jumps onto Cyril, and he's racing away in his underoos, which have a trapdoor on the butt <laughs> that does not open. It does not flop open while it, while he's flying away, Right. Yep. You come on, Jeff, let's let's be honest. Any the any DreamWorks or Illumination or Blue Sky would definitely have had that trapdoor flop open and show that yep. toad's butt.
1: Exactly. His butt would have been flop. That's a good
0: point. You know what? I didn't
1: I didn't I did not realize that while watching the movie. But that <laughs> is a gag that would have happened nowadays.
0: Yep. they any and excuse they to did, see they the butts or
1: protagonists movie Jeff, uh, studios will take. So Jeff, butts are funny. Butts are funny. That's what made everybody laugh. And back to the future part three, we saw Marty's butt.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll, we'll just let that linger for a we'll moment We'll just let there. that one
1: linger for a second and pretend that it wasn't awkward. Or maybe it's uh, time we uh,
0: switch subject matters here and talk about the other fine story. Everything's fine over there in Britain. But let's talk about an American story. That's back actually in the a, States. That's actually a Dutch story. That's one of the most famous Dutch stories. Written by a guy who wrote the other famous Dutch story, Rip Van Winkle,
1: <laughs> and who had never set foot in America by the time he wrote this. It's all made up. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, so I will say this: this is a it's a weird pairing. It's a weird mm-hmm. pairing to have uh, Mr. Toad and then the Legend of Sleepy Hollow because it's it's you know it's kind of this goofy, gort weird thing for Mr. Toad, and then we go into Sleepy Hollow, which ultimately is a scary story, you know, it's dramatic, scary. It doesn't it doesn't seem like these are the two films that would be butted up against each other. Because like with with Bongo and then um, Mickey and the Beanstalk, those are both fairly comedic stories that they're paired together. This is like it's it's the opposite side of the spectrum. And it was weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just what do we have done? What do we yeah. got? We got we got, got? we got we got this and we got this. <laughs> I, I thought I remember reading somewhere that one of these was intended for an earlier package, and they decided it wasn't ready. Um, it might have been Sleepy Halloween or Mr. Toad and Mickey. I don't know. Um, oh, okay, that but uh, makes sense. Regardless of what they wanted to do, this is what we ended up getting. And there's the only. There's no connection between these two.
1: <laughs> no, there's absolutely not. It's Other than the fact that the
0: the the <laughs> main the main characters of the two stories are both kind of jerks.
1: They're both kind of jerks, and that's the thing. That's so that's that's that kind of comes to uh, the question that I wanted to ask. Um, I mm-hmm. told you I had one question. Um, basically, is Ichabod a
0: bad guy? He, yeah, he is. He's a thief. He's he's not interested in. Well, he at first he gets he uh, is his eye is caught by um Katrina, uh, Katrina. but then yep. when he's fantasizing about being with her he's fantasizing about all her wealth right and in think of all the Disney villains you can think of greed and is like one of the main motivators <laughs> of a slew of Disney villains think of Pinocchio if we go to Pinocchio all the all the villains in there are motivated by greed mm-hmm um, it-
1: so basically what we have is 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 Ichabod kinda comes off at, or doesn't kinda he does. Um he comes off as as a villain, as a bad guy, like you said, for him fantasizing about uh Katrina's wealth and wanting that for himself. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I can't think of the the, the bad guy's name. Or what Braun. is the quote unquote Braun, who is very right. much so uh Gaston uh, from and yeah, yeah, beast. <laughs> this is
0: the only thing stopping him from being Gaston is that he openly shares stuff with the characters. He might be, he's showing off when he rides into town, jumping over the table, but he cracks open the beer and he gives it drinks to everybody and he, he gives drinks to the animals. That's the only thing <laughs> separating Gaston and, and Brahm here is that Brahm is, he's a, he's a nice, nicer guy, I guess. Right. But everyone in this is a jerk. Even Katrina's a jerk because she's enjoying <laughs> these two guys fighting over her. It's just,
1: it's such a weird, like, Change in 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 what Disney films tend to be. I mean, because they could have very easily. Now I I know like this is actually fairly faithful to the short story. Um, yes, unlike like pretty much every other iteration of the legend of sleepy hollow, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is just so drastically not the story. Um, <clears throat> but like, cause I, I'm, I, am i am a fan of the sleepy hollow story the legend of sleepy. Oh, hollow. certainly. I've, yeah. I've always kind of just dug it. It's a great, it's a great ghost story because mm-hmm. I like that. It kind of leaves it open as to, well, what was the, <laughs> you know, what was the headless horseman? Was that real? Um, but, yeah, like, it's it's so crazy to think, like, that Brahm is actually more of a good guy than Ichabod. Like, Ichabod, who is our main character, who gets, I guess, kind of gets his comeuppance at the end. Yeah. You know, he's, like... <laughs> yeah, he's greedy.
0: He uses people for food. I, I, there's a really interesting iteration of Ichabod in the comic book series Fables, which mm-hmm. I... I 100%, right. I recommended Bone last week. I'm recommending Fables this week, but, uh, Ichabod is villainous. He's not, he's not a powerful villain in terms mm-hmm. of, if you think of like the magic of the evil witch or the evil hunter who kills Bambi's mom or, um, what's another, any of the bad, any of the gentlemen aside from Geppetto in, in Pinocchio. But Ichabod is a, He's a bad guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? It's so crazy because, like, this is the first time that I really saw that in in this short while watching it like I, I guess like I said I've seen this countless times in the past I've, mm-hmm. I've always kind of saw that he was never you know like there's little things like the fact like we said like him wanting his wanting Katrina's wealth but that never mm-hmm. like really clicked in my head of that he's exhibiting the bad guy nature and it, it was so yeah. fascinating to look at the rest of the short because I realized that well, actually, yeah, I realized that right after he had fantasized about the wealth. Mm-hmm. And so watching the last half of it, I'm sitting there just watching in these new eyes of like, oh, so you're the bad guy. He's so get, He's getting what he, he deserves.
0: <laughs> yeah, you get what you deserve. And like, it's it just a whole new light on the entire it, short. It does make the movie itself unique, especially this section, that we would follow the adventures of a villain. And I I don't know if that was the intention, that if they – maybe they thought – in they had to have known they were telling the story of a jerk who mm-hmm. gets what he deserves. Um But they tell <laughs> yeah, so it so
1: well. I mean <laughs> they, Oh, they do. They
0: do. There's there's some really crafty writing in this script. The setting up of the superstitions of Ichabod right out of the gate. When he's walking, he won't go under the ladder. He diverts the black cat so that his paranoia and superstition later comes in comes into effect with his Fear of the headless horseman,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, there was an, there finding the horseshoe that saves him from getting hit by Bron. There's <laughs> there's some fun little there's sto- uh, plotting and foreshadowings through the course of the short film with all this superstition. So it's a really it's a very well told story. This really is oh, yeah. a very well told story, and so much so that I wish this one was feature length as well because yes. there's enough char- there's enough characters here that you could tell an animated, it would be a shorter. I think you'd probably could hit the hundred minute mark or, or maybe even the 90 minute minute mark. Cause I don't know just how much more story you could tell, but developing Katrina, developing her father, developing more of the townsfolk, uh, having some fun with the rivalry between Ichabod and Bron or Brom mm-hmm. there. There's, this is a very ripe story. And we, the way it's presented here is very well done. I just, I'm not disappointed. There isn't more. I can see that there could be more.
1: Right. Which is, which is more than we've, we've been able to say for some of the other shorts in these package films, Um, obviously not for Bongo or for making the beanstalk. Both of those, you could easily see as being full length uh, films. And actually we, we, uh, if you listen to the previous episodes, we recommended that they needed to be future length <laughs> yes, yeah, <hosts>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh But <clears throat> I, I, it's, yeah, this, this short, this one is so, and it's so pretty to look at too. There's so mm-hmm. much like, um, just well animated. I, I've always, always loved the imagery of, uh, of when Ichabod looks up. So when he's riding back at the end before the headless horseman shows up and he looks up at the moon. And oh, the moon and the hands. Like, The hand cloud is like covering the moon. Like, I love that imagery. Yes, so much, yes. the, and then the this, entire sequence of when he's getting frightened by like the everyday things, <laughs> and he's like you know just just terrified of like what he thinks his horse is, horses, but it's just uh it's just reeds pounding against the like the like a trunk like a tree trunk, just that all yep. that imagery that happens in that sequence is so so well done and so great. I'm to gonna watch.
0: I'm gonna bet that Disney got complaints that this was too frightening for children. I'm just going to go no. out on the limb and bet that they I, did.
1: <laughs> I would not be surprised because you know what, if you did not know what the legend of the like Sleepy Hollow, if you did not know what that story was mm-hmm. going into this, first off, again, coming off Mr. Toad, then that's just kind of a light, you know, upbeat, lighthearted story. You go mm-hmm. into this, the first half of this is about a guy who falls in love with this girl, more or less.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, you know, like it's, this, up until the actual headless horseman attack, this yeah. movie is light and yep. silly. And going so far as fact I wrote a note here, the song of the headless horseman that Brahm sings is way too upbeat for what follows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's but it's like this huge it's, just like misdirect. It's super
0: dark, though. the 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 lyrics of that song are really messed up. <laughs> but to have Bing Crosby singing it with such a fancy tune, it does not. It's it's a really weird juxtaposition to go from that <laughs> to the attack. Like literally, you can see the exact moment in the movie where it goes from "This was the fun adventure of of Ichabod," and now here's the horror story. The, to- <laughs> the tone just shifts on a dime.
1: Which, when you think about it, that makes the scary part more scary, like just that much more scary, because it's like where's this coming from we were where's just having so from? much fun yeah exactly oh it was it was all fun and games and now all of a sudden it's it's all scary and creepy and 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 terrifying and what's happening and oh no there's monster like it actually it it works it makes the scary part so much scarier because mm-hmm. you weren't expecting that to be coming you that's not yeah. where you thought this was going is this is this a halloween story since we got so, a, see, I would automatically put it in the Halloween category because of the whole it's a ghost story. Right. But there's but, nothing
0: in it that inherently says and then on Halloween, blah, 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 blah.
1: Right. Right. It's one of those where it's like, uh, well, I guess I was just going to I was going to use Die Hard as an example of a Christmas movie. That's not mentioned <laughs> a as a Christmas movie. <laughs> I guess you could you could argue it it's in the same vein as that. You know, as Die Hard, yeah. where Die Hard does take place during Christmas, yes, um, yeah. and this, it's it just oftentimes feels very, referred to
0: as a Christmas. Yeah, and so this Sleepy Hollow just it it feels the pumpkin like the the flaming jack o' lantern makes it yep. feel like Halloween. It's just another weird thing about this is that you have a Christmas movie in Mr. Toad and then a Halloween movie in this Sleepy Hollow segment.
1: It's very seasonal, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I also it's do like the to original Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> oh, where's Jack? Um, I do like to think that um, Jack is Ichabod uh, before he there, died. There's
0: <gasps> the fan theory, ladies and gentlemen. We just decided it right here. That's why Jack Skellington is the Pumpkin King because he was murdered by a pumpkin. <laughs>
1: who I like to think probably showed up in Halloween Town at some point or in in, 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 their, in the world, and then was like, hey, man, I'm sorry I killed you. And Jack was like, that's not fair to me, but I am now the king of pumpkins. Thank you. <laughs> And he's secretly, like, like, the Headless Horseman is secretly, like, realizing that now he's no longer the head of... <laughs> head. <Ooh. laughs> head of <laughs> pumpkins. That's funny. In some weird, not funny world. But, uh, um... <coughs> sorry. All I right. sometimes laugh at my own jokes. They're entertaining. That but, Those are uh, the funniest <laughs>
0: jokes. A man who can laugh at himself will never cease to be amused.
1: I... I, I laugh at myself constantly. I am pretty ridiculous when you think about it. Uh, anyways, random wild tangent. We'll go back to the film. Um, no, I, I So between these two of them, then, TC, between mm-hmm. between Mr. Toad and the Sleepy Hollow one, is there one
0: that you liked better? I, I prefer the Sleepy Hollow one. It feels more complete. It didn't leave me wanting in a bad way. It left me wanting in a in a good way, whereas Mr. Mm-hmm. Toad. It fell short in a lot of respects. And it and it has a lot to do with not being able to develop those characters as thoroughly as they they should be developed. And Ichabod and Braun and and all the jerks, including Katrina, are <laughs> are developed in enough of a fashion that it feels more complete. So
1: I agree. I agree with all everything that you said. Oh, good, well, was good. there anything else that you want to discuss about for these two films before we kind of move on? This might be a little shorter of an episode today.
0: We'll no, see. no, that's fine. There, There is something that yes. you you or maybe the listeners can help me with, or it may take us several, if not dozens of movies till we finally answer this question. Okay. During the uh, dance, the the banquets, right? When Katrina invites Ichabod and Bron and they dance and whatnot.
1: The frolic uh, that they were invited to? Which I would yes. love to go to a frolic someday.
0: I would it love to go to a frolic. Continue. <laughs> Brahm dances with a short, chubby, black-haired woman. Okay? Mm-hmm. she And the way her hair is cut, she, it's, it's got a split, and you can see one of her eyes. That character comes back. I know I've seen that design again. Not just in this. And as soon as she popped in, it was not my memory of this movie that i was that was recall, that was being recalled her design specifically looks so damn familiar she oh. must come up in another movie is
1: um is it in alice in wonderland i don't it's I, not the woman though isn't it is it not like another character that
0: resembles that briefly yeah that i just honestly feel like that exact hairdo that shape of a character is going to come. not not the the queen of hearts if if that's where you're going because no. that's not yeah so i'm putting it out there now i'm planting the seed now so that later may because i thought maybe you'd go oh yeah it's in such and such but certainly you are not responding that way so i'm i'm putting it here now so that when she comes back i can go i knew it
1: <laughs> <laughs> no and i know i know what you're talking about because now that you bring it up Oh man, she does. Look she familiar. looks
0: so familiar. So yeah, I just wanted to put that out there now. Um, but the yeah, so I, if, if that's all I have to say about either these two movies. I, I like these. I I like them. They're they're fine. The Toad section is fine. the The Sleepy Hollow section is much much better. And this movie's it's all right. I I don't think it's necessary to watch this as a whole. I think you could just seek out the Sleepy Hollow section. And find a lot of enjoyment in it, and unless you have some sort of weird love for wind in the willows the the toad section's pretty forgettable in the long run, yeah,
1: which is unfortunate, but they you know what hey, man's got a ride, yeah. <laughs> So okay, he's he's got something out of this. <laughs> and it's you know, thing- it's weird. It's weird because he's because Mr. Toad is probably more well known mm-hmm. as for for the ride, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride than, than his think, film,
0: <laughs> than his actual film. <sighs> I I will do a little fantasy editing here. The only thing that would have would have helped Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is if Honest John had been the one who ripped him off.
1: Oh, see, again, a perfect spot for for honest, John, because yeah. this is supposed to be over. Yeah.
0: Oh, that would be so much. Better. Yeah. Just just having him in the as the barkeep or involved in somehow in the ripping off Mr. Toad. It worked. He's an anthropomorphic animal in a world that has both talking animals and humans. He'd fit right in there.
1: He would. Oh, that'd be so perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm curious to see what the the listeners might have to say about the uh, about this film. Whether you have memories of it or if you gave it a rewatch, that's uh, if you enjoy it, you can always comment below on the Facebook page, or if you want a Twitter page at us, you can Twitter at TC's Big Head at Random Bell. <laughs> but yeah, I'm curious to see how this this how you people respond to this you people (laughs) how you people what do you mean you people tc
1: yeah i'm right here next to you it's it's
0: further credit to sleepy hallow for being as good as it is and being so out of season because it so much feels like a halloween story yep
1: and that's why i like it (laughs) i'm a fan of halloween i can't help myself (laughs) But, uh, so, what, uh, so, so
0: what do you got over there?
1: Oh, well, so I did want to say this. There was one thing besides the uh, anthropomorphic horse sidekicks, which we've already discussed. Yes, um, I, and I, well, do, I will name
0: them again. I'll name them again. Yes. We had Cyril from Toad and Gunpowder is Ichabod's character and Daredevil is Brahms horse. So those are our
1: Disney tropes.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I do. I do. I do have a yeah. first Oh, Disney, can I throw in another trope real quick? Yes, please do. Reused animation.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh! what was the reused animation this
0: time? When when the horror story section is beginning, there's some reeds being blown through that are not the ones that are not the cattails that are bouncing on the log. There's some overturned reeds that are having wind blow through them. Those are the reeds from the old mill that I mistook for reads from Bambi, but that, that is reused animation. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. See, that's what you're here for, TC. You're here for uh, pointing out all the reused animation. There you um, go. <laughs> I noticed, I noticed if mm-hmm. I, and now, now please, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty certain I'm not, that this would be a first. The, the first is a, the short, robust, hairy father of a young, beautiful love interest of our main character. <laughs> You're right.
0: That is quite the standard, isn't it?
1: Yep, <laughs> Katrina's dad is very much so the cliche father figure of our yep mustachioed roly poly. <laughs> exactly. You have you have Belle's father from Beauty and the Beast like that. I'm naming more recent ones just because that's all I know off the top of my head. Uh, mm-hmm. Aladdin. Uh, you have uh, you have uh, the the Sultan of uh, Jasmine's dad is like that. Very mm-hmm. very traditional. Traditionally, that type of a character. Uh, yeah, you know,
0: we're about to see him again in the next movie actually but we'll, we'll see? get there <laughs>
1: <laughs> see i'm so I, I was really excited when i was when i realized that one but yeah that's <laughs> our that would Yay! be a new
0: first here <laughs> the roly-poly father
1: the roly-poly father <laughs> it makes him lovely lovable <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Ichabod, when you're just like, I want your farm. I want your farmhouse barn that's going to explode like Scrooge McDuck's fortune bank thing. I had just so much gold Eich, it came out mooden. of that. <laughs> <laughs> I <Hi>, even. So,
0: <laughs> very so, good. Uh, but
1: yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, so TC, I have a question mm-hmm. for you. Oh, okay, cool. I have uh, f- fire away. Where would you put this on your list of movies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you rascal! <laughs> now, now, what? now. For those of you uh, who missed last time, mm-hmm. uh, we explained this. We, we, uh, we, we've decided to break up the these films by ten film increments. So instead of us doing a list of fifty six movies and having to rank every movie in a single list, we're breaking it up into lists of ten. Right. So we've already rated, uh, ranked the first ten movies. Um, And that would be on the Facebook page. You can see our note. Uh, I'm going to keep this updated every time we do a new 10. So this time we are starting technically a new list of one to 10. TC, where do you put this on that list?
0: (laughs) Oh, it's a struggle, but I'm going to have to go ahead and make it number one.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Just going to bust it out. I'm going to make it number six Uh, (laughs) because I'm going to put it right at number six. Okay. Right Okay. number six. Um, Good start. Good start. (laughs) No. So, yeah. So, this will be our number one. It'll be interesting once we hit – I have a really – I have a really strong feeling this is not going to stay at number one for very long. No, no, I, I, I
0: completely agree. I do not imagine this lasting very long. We're considering about considering it
1: is the last of our package films, and we're entering into a series of tur- like classic Disney yeah, films.
0: Some some serious classic Disney is coming up here. As much yep. as we had Pinocchio, Snow White, and Bambi as the three classics from the first round, this second round, I. We're gonna we're gonna hit nine, I think. I I don't have the list in front of me. I know what the next one is, but we we got a good thing coming, so we
1: got a we have a really good thing coming and it's gonna be uh it's actually I feel like it's gonna be very hard to rank these films because of where we're at. I think it was a little a little easier for these first the first ten, just because yeah, we had a lot of yeah. like the package films. These these next these this next this next ten is gonna be ridiculous. I I am happy nine, to see
0: us say goodbye to this era of Disney. I am and I'm, too and
1: I'm I feeling
0: a little melancholy
1: right now, a little sad because uh, I'm like, oh, okay. it was such
0: a part of our life for so long, TC. Well, I have a question, a tweet from a, fr- of, uh, of a listener. Now, this isn't fair. I'm taking the tweet we got last week and a- asking it again.
1: So okay. last week <laughs> we were asked
0: if we would want to remake any of the package segments we'd seen or if we want to see a live action version of any of them. Mm-hmm. I will say Though Wind in the Willows is a ripe novel, um, and series of novels that has lots of material to draw from, I don't think you could remake it. It's just too old world. And I don't think that lends itself very well to a current sensibility of what we want from cartoons and whatnot. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, but I, I really enjoy the Tim Burton live action Sleepy Hollow quite Thank a bit. You.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm like, I'm like, because, yeah, I would agree. I would love I would love like a live action remake of the Sleepy Hollow portion. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that's pretty much the Tim Bur- Burton version.
0: Like, yeah, it's that's, it, now the it takes it, liberties because Ichabod is an investigator as opposed to a school teacher. And mm-hmm. but it's the aesthetics of it, the capturing. It's it's one of Tim Burton's finer films. I criticize Tim Burton quite a bit for his Tim Burtonisms, but when he when he's like in the right wheelhouse, he nails it. And uh, Sleepy Hollow is a perfect example of some a movie that I couldn't imagine someone else directing it because no. it's so perfect for him.
1: It's so perfect because of uh, of the of the the dark tones, the style. It's 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 not. Fully realistic. It's almost a little like, just a little more than reality. And it's Mm -hmm. just because, well, it's a story about a guy with no head, (laughs) you know. Like, and 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 going along those same lines, when you were when you were making a comment earlier about how like like you could you would you know the Sleepy Hollow story has the material to be expanded on, but we wouldn't know what it would be. The Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow is pretty much what it would be. You would give more backstory to the, to the female love interest, which he did mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. or less. And you would have Brom be a more predominant uh, figure who would probably continuously T te- or, you know, would have a couple run-ins or teases to Ichabod um, about the headless horseman, which they do in the Hollow. Yep. yeah. <clears throat> so you,
0: you,
1: you kind of, you see like, yeah, that's where you would go with the story. Plus mm-hmm. it's, it's an R it's a, It's a hard R. There's a lot of headlit. There's a lot of decapitations (laughs) in those movies. Holy cow. Is it an R rated movie? It is an R rated film. All right. Because of the because of the violence, because there is there's a lot of people getting their heads chopped off, like <laughs> a lot of rolling heads through the through the. Oh, man. So good, though. Such a great film. That's that's uh-huh. one of my go to Halloween movies as well. Yeah. I,
0: so that that answers one of our tweets from last week. And yes, um, I anticipated this one. having not been able to answer it this week because of Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, uh, I'll plug again. If you do want to tweet at us, Twitter page, got to, got to keep that going. <laughs> at random bell. That was like Aunt,
1: what, episode two? Like we started that episode three? No, it's from
0: Bambi. It's from Bambi. Was it Bambi? So ep- okay. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I couldn't remember uh, when we started that. <laughs> Facebook.com slash, uh, uh, what is it? Top shelf. <laughs> Top shelf pod. Top there shelf pod. <laughs> there you go. There you go.
1: I'm going to let you do it. I'm not going to interrupt you. I don't want to do it. Um, Is yes, and, and, and I'm hoping I'm hoping now. Like I said, like I've, I've made this comment before. Now that next week we are hitting in more of the classic films. I'm really hoping that we can start having some more conversations with everybody <laughs> and talking to them about more stuff and having more questions. Again, I understand these these package films. I'm going to say package like twelve more times just to get it out of your system. Get it out of your system. I'm going to introduce next week's episode as the package film Cinderella.
0: <laughs> oh God!
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like ah, you thought we were done? We're not. Is this
0: is this episode <laughs> as short it is as, as it is? Because because we are so eager to move on is or I think is, it, it is or have we said everything that that needed to be said truthfully in all fairness i we went through all the notes i had
1: and we've been kind of riffing for the last like ten minutes, DC. <laughs> um, well, that, I really think I think it is. I think we've just I think we've reached the point in these package films where we just want to we want to get back to the full length single narrative stories. Yeah. And also, what was there to really talk about? War these for these two films? It mm-hmm. we we saw a heavily condensed version of the stories, um, but not in a way that was bad or confusing. It was just yeah, that's what. The story would be if it was told as a half hour short.
0: It is what it is, yeah. So it what do we what have what do we have next week?
1: All right everybody, this is very exciting. Next week is the 1950 film
0: Cinderella. We've done it. We've made we it to a movie it. some of you have heard of.
1: I know, <laughs> <laughs> myself included. <laughs> uh, no, the 1950 Cinderella film. Which man, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Cinderella. I oh, mean, good. This nice. will, this will be good then.
0: You'll have, if you were too fresh on it, then it would affect your your viewing of it. And yep. and now, uh, having been so departed from it, it'll it'll make for some good conversation. So I'm I'm excited to to get to that one and and move on down the library so
1: move on down the library we hit 1950 we're now we're in the 50s TC we're in the 50s we're away from the war we're gonna go through a whole new time in America we actually start Mm -hmm. having more gaps between films after um, after after actually after Alice in Wonderland because then because these ones that we've been watching were like one a year like it was year after year and now we're hitting like Cinderella which is 50 and then Alice in Wonderland is 51 and after that's like 53 and 56 and 59 and 60 like Start 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 take, yeah, they start jumping years. They start taking time
0: developing these things before they release them, which is something that John Lasseter, who's in charge of Disney, Disney Animation now, is so good at that he, mm-hmm. unless they absolutely, unless it's absolutely necessary that they finalize a film, he will postpone it. We, the uh, gigantic, has been in development for years and years because it's just <laughs> it's just not ready. Frozen was an example of that too, where it was yep. Like let's continue to develop this, but yep, that's neither here nor there. That's a conversation for another day.
1: Yep, and that day is not today. <laughs> hence, it, hence, hence, it, hence, it being for another day. But anyways, we will uh, we'll be back again next week with Cinderella, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll definitely post uh, information on the Facebook page to get your guys's ins- uh, feedback, questions, comments memories of cinderella too we'd like to i want mm-hmm. to bring that section back to so any anything you have any thoughts you have about the movie please do leave a comment and again leave any comments you had about this week's maybe there was something we missed uh tc's really good at responding to people's comments i try Always, to yes <laughs> i see them and then i see tc's already responded and i'm like okay well i don't i don't need to respond now i guess
0: his face so. <laughs> is covered <laughs> All right, but I think so, that that well, is it, that's it for this week, everyone. Indeed, so, indeed. Jeff, it's it's been a pleasure. TC, it's always a pleasure when I get to talk to you about <laughs> mm. Disney movies. Well, I thank you for letting me go on and on like I do, and I uh, <laughs> think I'm ready to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bing Crosby was always on the verge
1: of sleeping anytime he could. I can <laughs> swear. Mm, bu-
0: bu- bu- <laughs> uh, All I'm right. almost
1: certain halfway through the Little Drummer Boy with David Bowie, he was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, thanks it. for listening. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs> this has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at (laughs) www.ghosthat.net. I like the ending.